0: All right, all right, all right, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, hello, hello. It's me. It's me, Jake. And uh, this is the podcast. I know what episode it is because I looked it up before I started. Uh, I don't always remember to do that. This is episode one hundred and eighty-five, and it is the Saturday after Thanksgiving, two thousand sixteen. That's November twenty-sixth. That's what day it is to me. To you, I don't know what day it is, but I'm I'm doing this episode. My guest today is Travis Clark, and my guest tonight on my show at the uh, Hollywood Improv, Melrose uh, Avenue. That's uh, me, Travis Clark, and last week's guest, Dwayne Perkins. We're doing a show together this week, November 26th. Uh, that can all, that can all, these are things, these are experiences that are happening to you on the internet that did could happen in person. The guy you're about to hear and I are going to do a show tonight at uh, the Hollywood Improv and you can check the details of that on my website or if you already missed it, uh, that's okay. There'll be other good times we can have um the december 1st and 2nd i'm going to be in chicago at Zanies, uh and then december 3rd i'm going to be at Zanies on rosemont which is also illinois out by the chicago airport so it's sort of chicago but it's not exactly chicago then december eighth through 10 i'm going to be in san francisco at the punchline december 15 to 18 i'm going to be at the irvine improv in irvine california that's how it got its name the irvine improv because <laughs> it's an irvine Okay, so all of that, plus Tacoma, Washington, December 29th to 31st. And you may or may not realize December 31st is New Year's Eve. I'm doing shows on New Year's Eve and leading up to New Year's Eve in Tacoma. And so that is where you can go, let's all wear some flannel and get out for some lumberjacking fun at the Tacoma Comedy Club. Um, we're not going to cut down any trees. No trees were harmed or injured or otherwise uh, insulted during this podcast. Um, So today's guest is Mr. Travis Clark. He has been on the show before last year. Travis and I did an episode, and we talked about him being a luthier going out, to the, which is a person who makes guitars, I think. Uh, I think Lutheran is a person who is goes to the Lutheran Church, and luthier is a person who makes guitars, and he plays guitars, and then was talking about making guitars. So we retouch and visit that in this episode, along with many other things. If you're thinking to yourself right now, luthiering, luthiering luth- guitar making, what the I'm not interested in that. Well, give it a chance. Give it a chance because he's he's also got a garage invested with rats. So maybe that's of interest to you. Hey, this is a this was a fun conversation. Travis is uh is a new friend. We've known each other a little over a year now and uh, things are things are going along pretty well. Hey, we're doing a show together tonight. What else can I say? So, I want to get this out so you can hopefully listen to it perhaps before you come and see the show, perhaps perhaps not. Perhaps this is going to be a post-show uh fun conversation for you to listen to. Alright, uh, now I'm going to play the theme song and Travis is going to come on. i plugged the gigs. I've told you what episode number it is. I've said hello. Uh, you're relaxed. Hopefully you're on your treadmill. You might want to crank it up a notch right now. As I've suggested in the past, this would be a good time for that. And also, please stay hydrated over the
1: holidays. Like uh, I've been sorting through a lot of things.
0: Sorting through some things. I've yeah. been sorting through some things. I took a shower today too. What have been? What have you been sorting through?
1: Um, a lot of emotions, but also a lot of actual things that I've collected over the years.
0: Uh, I'm always uh, in the process. It doesn't look like I'm sorting through things in here, but that's that's kind of what's
1: going on. And I also, uh, my folks are moving, or they're going to move, so I'm sorting through not only their stuff, but whatever stuff they thought of mine that they thought I'd want. They thought I'd want to have saved.
0: Yeah, well that happened to me that happened to me with my parents too and they just sent it to me. My dad had a corporate move (gasps) where the the movers just said, Well we can put it all in two different trucks and then you can send or three. I think my sister got a partial truckload of crap and I did. So where you where's your
1: where's your parents going? I they don't know. They don't know. They don't know. That's Love my it. That's my favorite part about this whole process is we want to stay in Southern California, but also we're going to move to Oregon, but also maybe Dallas, but also maybe Central California, but also maybe back to Georgia. And I'm like, oh, well, you got to pick one of those because that's... Not until you come get your shit. <laughs> right. It's not even my... That's the crazy... It's not even my shit. Mm-hmm. It's like stuff that I made as a kid that was for them and they kept it. My mom tried to give me back all my baby teeth. I'm like, I don't want these. I have no... You saved them,
0: right. I didn't want them.: Yeah, they thought they were, they were mistaken. They thought that you wanted your baby teeth. Yeah, I have no desire to have baby teeth.: I think I've got some of my daughter's baby teeth in here somewhere, right you gotta, I'm gonna, this is all going to have to go through a pretty fine sifter because I don't know how. Yeah, to get to find the baby teeth in here is not going to be easy, but uh, they're in here.
1: you save them. You save them. You save them until, I guess, you don't want them, and then you try to give them back to the original owner, which is a weird choice.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I'd give them to her. My idea, and see what you think of this, is I'm going to give her my daughter's baby teeth to on her wedding day to her new husband. There you go. And go, look, this is how much I yeah, love her. right. Here's all of Top her that. teeth. <laughs> yeah. And if you hurt her feelings, I'm coming to get your teeth. Your teeth, teeth. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's a good positive way to start your life yeah. together. <laughs> like it's
1: sweet and threatening at the same yeah. time. Like well, it's, yeah.
0: I think that's sort of dad, right? That's yeah. That's how
1: you want to be as a Yeah. Dad? You want to be like, oh, I'm welcoming you, but also, you know, mm-hmm. toe the right line or you're out of here, buddy. Yeah. That's definitely how I was raised. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, yeah, my parents sent me all of my childhood artwork that they had saved. They, they'd kind of over the years gone through and culled down to what, in their opinion, was the best um, of it. And then I have a box of it. It's not that big of a box, but it's about three inches tall and 18 inches wide and another two feet long.
1: That sounds so manageable. I'm so envious. Yeah. My parents say, like, usually people want to get mad at their parents. Like, my parents didn't save anything. Mm -hmm. My parents didn't throw away anything. Like I'm finding letter like I thought I was a pretty good kid in high school. I'm finding all these letters about what a problem I was. They saved all of those letters. Uh-huh. Anything that I was in that like my name appeared in, like a play or a newspaper article, or a school news like they kept all of it. It's just
0: everything. You know, Greg Do you know you know Greg Fitzsimmons, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Greg Fitzsimmons uh published a book that was letters that were written to his parents about him in school when he was a kid <laughs> that 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 and then also letters that were written to him about his kid oh that's great from the school and so this you know the apple doesn't fall far from the tree so this may be a thing that you can use for a a project well I I gotta go have a kid
1: yeah I gotta go get a well just I'm saying there's a
0: motivation (laughs) to save some of the read through them and save the good ones you know and now do
1: you think it has to do with because your
0: dad Blake Clark Uh is a very famous... Well, he's a very successful and known comedian from his his time. Maybe some people don't know who he is now, but you can look him up on the internet. Do you think that he saved your stuff just as that... Is the thing... Like, you're in show business, so you kind of save all of your memorabilia because you kind
1: of feel like, oh, someday this is going to be... I mean, maybe people are going to want to look at it. Right. I wish. I think it was more my mom Uh that was doing this stuff because there was stuff in there that my dad didn't even know about. Like... There was a, uh, I think, this storage unit. That's what we were clearing out. Mm-hmm. Twenty, twenty-five years of just putting more and more stuff in there, and different moves that have happened over that time. And I think at one point it was just here's a bunch of papers. Put it in this box, and now here we are in 2016. Going and is it a?
0: It. Is it a? When you say storage unit, is it a paid storage? unit? Yeah, like a
1: self storage, one of those things. Oh. Like and like one of the big like. One of the biggest ones that you can get, and not even with aisles, just jam-packed. Like, you have to keep going through stuff to get to this. We don't even know what's in the back yet. It's been, like, every weekend, we just keep going up and getting rid of more stuff.
0: Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's like eating through a block of cheese to get out.
1: Yeah, exactly. My mom, since I moved out of my parents' house, my mom has gone through some kind of I-need-to-have-all-the-Christmas-decorations phase, where she would buy, like, like four-foot-tall Santa Clauses, that aren't plastic. They're, like, stuffed and, like, kind of, like, soft mannequins. She has, th- like, not thousands. She has several dozens of those, plus tons Where of Where those,
0: and those live in the storage? Those live in the thing? storage
1: unit, and then when it gets to be, like, Christmas in past years, I didn't know how many she had until we started going through it. Mm-hmm. Then it became, like, well, this is the one we're going to put out. This, Like, she had to, like, treat them kind of like, oh, well, th- oh, that... that's like a museum with a permanent right. collection. Right, you have to keep rotating, kind of rotating out. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So she finally decided she doesn't want to use this stuff anymore. She's she doesn't know why she has so much of it, so she gave it to us. And then I go, "Well, that's nice and all, but I'm not."
0: So I'm, you just you inherited a bunch. I inherited, of inherited mannequin Santas. Yeah, I kept one. I kept uh-huh. one, the best one. Do you the, think
1: the, my favorite one? It's like it's like a hiking Santa. You know, like if Santa were like super uh-huh. outdoorsy, he's got like a stick and like he's got a, you know, like, yeah. a backpack sack. And I don't know. I like him. He seems fine. But all the other things we just took to uh, Goodwill and we showed up with 30 boxes of Christmas stuff, 30 boxes. Oh and they my said God. Um, and I handed them the first box and they said, "Okay, what is this?" I said, "It's a, it's Christmas decorations." So they said, "All right, but what's the other uh, what else are you bringing in?" I went, "No, this is all Christmas decorations." Filled up. I filled up a, a Goodwill To the point where I went, we have to go to another Goodwill. They don't have any more room for stuff here. I had to go drive to a further Goodwill to give them more Christmas things.
0: Yeah. Wow. So and when did this happen recently? This was
1: la- uh, not this past weekend. The weekend before that. So, so just ago. in time. If yeah. you
0: live yeah anywhere near, if, uh, if you listener person lives yeah. anywhere near where you live yeah, now, North
1: Hollywood, anywhere in the San Fernando Valley, because they're they're going to have to scatter it amongst. And I just say Greater Los Angeles area. They're going to have yeah. to parcel that out. Uh, Goodwill is the place to go for your mannequin Santas yeah. and and Christmas ornaments and weird garlands and like just. Anything Christmas, I've donated it, except for the hiking Santa I kept him.
0: See, I still have Christmas decorations that I inherited from my parents, like the ones that they were sick of. So I still have some of those from when I first moved out of the house that then have been added to over the years by me and friends that I've had and girlfriends and now the box. And now that I've been married, my wife and daughter and I, we've got our share of those. And they kind of get added to. And then through attrition, things break. And so it's just a hodgepodge of... We really like it because it's got a kind of folk art feeling. the Christmas tree. But we've never gone beyond what will fit on the tree. Like, you can't... Oh, we're way past that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: My mom has different trees that she will... Like, each tree will have a theme. Uh There's a crystal tree where she goes and she buys the Swarovski crystal uh, decorations. There's a new one every year. She's been collecting them so long she has enough for an entire tree. She has an entire silver tree where it's just silver ornaments that are made... By some German silversmith do your parents live in a mansion no that's the crazy thing is I go this is I've definitely been silly with my money when I was younger like I spent way too much money on guitar equipment I remember last yeah, year we right. were talking
0: a lot about guitars
1: uh I, I can't I can't put my mind around how much money was just in Christmas decorations yeah I, I, it's I mean it's it's like a car it's you could go buy a new Honda with the amount of money that they spent I think on Christmas decorations over the years. Yeah. It's unreal. It's still Honda. But like a high end I mean, Honda. It's a nice you know, yeah, It's she, a nice yeah. it's
0: a nice car. I mean right. would you rather have would you rather have this house size box of Christmas decorations or this Honda, you'd rather have the Honda. I think I'd rather have the Honda the resale value. Everybody would say that. The resale value, you know? Yeah, good luck with those Christmas decorations. <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean, <laughs> unless you... Enjoy, this is the thing that people buy this stuff and they think, well, it's collector's value or whatever, but it's collector's maybe for right now, yeah. but not forever. And also, it's only collector's value if you want to meet those people and try and sell them that right. stuff, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, and that's the other thing, like... So Christmas decorations, you go okay. Well, the, right right now we're in the throes of the holiday season. Maybe this is a great to time, to, yeah, to unload. My dad decided one time when he was on the road, I think somewhere in Montana, like I should buy that stuffed elk head. So now they have this giant elk head in storage that weighs so much. The only way to ship it is to come have it crated. Mm-hmm. It's worth some money, but then you got to go. Who am I? Is gonna, it an elk or a moose? Uh, it's an elk. It's a, like a twelve-point buck,
0: but he didn't shoot
1: it. No, no, I no, just went and went. Yeah, thanks. You did all the you did all the legwork. I'll take the final product. Uh huh. So there's this giant elk head that I go. I don't.
0: But you have to have a big house to put a big animal head in, don't yeah, you? Yeah, they
1: did. They and then they don't have that house anymore. So now it lives in the storage. So there's yeah. this just. In, I mean, it's huge, and I I don't want it. Uh,
0: but this is my thing about those storage spaces. Is you know there's. I get that there's all these TV shows now where they go through the storage space, right. and maybe you could turn this into some kind of um, film project. You could make oh, a, yeah, you could make a, a documentary film about going through the storage space and talking to your parents about like what were you think, what were you thinking? <laughs> that's the, you that's <laughs> the name of the movie. Um, but uh, but a lot of times, like that storage space must have been costing oh, hundreds of dollars yeah. a month, right? Yeah, 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 yeah easily. So the va- the amount that they pumped into. Paying for that storage is what multiple of more than what the stuff in there is worth. Like you would be better off instead of a storage space every year if you just had a bonfire. Yeah, just burn all your burn all that stuff or take it to the Goodwill or whatever. Because once you get in that storage
1: space thing, now you're now you're paying for stuff that's not worth what you're paying for. Yeah, that's that's what. uh, So because we're helping my parents purge this stuff, my wife is now going through a let's get rid of our stuff. Like. You have to. To the point where I'm like... You have to. You see what can happen. Sure. This is pretty... Ma- this feels manageable. This feels eclectic and kind of, like, cool to me. This doesn't feel... In here, it's not, yeah. out of, it's not completely
0: out of control. No. And, and and this is this is kind of at its maximum. You have to get things out and then get rid of things. And, and there's also things in here that are being staged to go from other parts of the property. But, yeah. but it also
1: feels very set-designed to me. Like, it feels very like if we were making a set of, like... Okay, this is where you know Jake hangs out in like his cool room. Like mm-hmm. it's it has like depth to it. It's not just like junk on top of like I've been in like some people's man cave, for lack of a better term, and you go, this is uh, this is a hazard. This is just cool looking stuff. Well, that's I think. sweet yeah. of you to say that. So yeah.
0: anyway, what a, so
1: so my wife is now to the point I'm almost concerned that she doesn't have emotional attachment to things. She is just getting rid of everything. Well, you're surprised,
0: though, as you go through this process of getting rid of stuff. And this is the most cluttered part of our life, my wife and Mm -hmm. I, because we're trying to go through. And things that you thought that you've been really struggling with, like, I might wear this for this or I might um, take this somewhere. And then you get rid of it. And then a year later, you realize, I didn't need that. I, I really didn't need
1: that. But my fear has always been, I'll finally get rid of that thing. And then a month later... I finally need it. Right, but you won't. But I won't. But yeah, I mean, won't. I just went through stuff literally last night uh, that I was like, I've been holding onto this shirt for 20 years. This has made several moves with me. It just sits in a closet. I forgot I own it. I'm never going to wear it. See ya. I got rid right. of it. Found a pair of shoes I've been holding onto since 96. I was like, I'm going to wear these again when I get back into hiking. Uh, I've had them so long that the the rubber in them has started to decompose. So you go, Oh, well, I'm never going to wear these again. Why yeah. am I holding It's garbage. I've, I'm just storing and, garbage. And and that's
0: the message to, yeah. to me that I've been trying to read on the internet and understand. is like, look, you don't have to keep things that you're not using until they decompose. Right. You can give them to the goodwill, and someone else can actually use them, maybe. Right. You know? Um. But, yeah, well, I think we were talking about this the last time you were on the podcast, which was roughly last year because yeah. we worked together in Irvine. Yeah. And we uh, were talking about tiny houses. Yeah. And, uh yeah. Minimalism. You know, it was funny.
1: So we talked about maybe me paring down and living in a tiny house and then going around the country and building guitars for people. Yes. Yes. So I actually reached out to the guy that built my guitar. You did? Yeah. Oh, that's so great. And I told him, I was like, hey, man, like, I just did this, you know, I just did my buddy Jake's podcast and we talked about this. And, you know, it kind of came up and we just kind of were riffing about how, like, oh, I lived in your backyard in a tent and I'd, I'd like, learn from you. Mm-hmm. And he was like yeah come by anytime it's just it's just North Carolina it's not anywhere close to where I live and but he was open to it and then I found a couple of luthiers around here that uh, I've been at least been to their shops and went and looked at it um, I'm still I'm still entertaining the idea but I'm you just, haven't gone yeah. over and spent a weekend and just like kind of no because I got, uh, 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 not yet I feel like I feel like like I feel like the guy was, like, so nice about it, but I also feel like if I showed up, he'd be like, oh, oh, you, you're you really here? Like, I feel like... Well, if, me, you know... have to show up
0: with a plan. You have to right. show up and say, look, I'm I'm just here for... I'd l- I want to come for a week, and I just want to watch you work and, and right. help you as as much as I can help you. I want to be an asset to you for this week to to kind of see if I want to do it more. Right. Like that. You have to have a plan like that.
1: I feel like it would just be a lot of me, like, Snapchatting what he was doing and him being like, I don't understand why you're here. And then I'd be like, I... I
0: yeah, well, you're going to have to explain Snapchat to me, too, because I'm on it, but I don't really understand. Oh,
1: I don't really understand it either. It, it
0: feels like a waste. Like, well, yeah. like, that it goes away right away. Like, why would you need to be shooting that and then putting it on your Instagram so it's there forever? Yeah, right? that's the
1: thing. Most people I know who use Snapchat a lot post it everywhere else. So I go, well, what was the point of of that thing what
0: was well i think that in that case that's that's my thinking of it is like oh you have to you have to snapchat because you have to do everything but if the point of snapchat is that it goes away so you only should be doing things on snapchat that are such short shelf life that they go away but then who has time to just do that i mean i guess you could get up every morning and do your morning brain dump snapchat for the day
1: i've done a few of those people don't like them they don't like mine, anyway. Really?
0: I, yeah. What do they do when they... Do they uh, say, I don't like you, or I'm uh, unsnapping you, or...
1: Uh, yeah, well, i like... I mean, that's the other thing, too, that's weird about that thing, is it's so hard to find people that you know on there, unless you actually have their contact info. Yeah, no, like, that's, my, yeah. that's
0: my problem with Snapchat, too, is like, look, I, I want... I'm trying to connect <laughs> with fans, which are people, by definition, that I don't know, <laughs> right. and that I'm not connected to, so... I don't need a way to send my friends
1: a happy good morning message because right. I
0: have their phone numbers I could just text them.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's permanent. It doesn't disappear. Yeah. And I don't go, oh crap, I had my phone on mute. I didn't hear I what I you were saying. I forgot to check yeah. Travis's Snapchat <laughs> and I missed, he made a guitar. <laughs> Man, I wish he would just call me and tell me that. Yeah. But no, I guess it's the only way. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's It's another one of those things that I went, mm-hmm. it became so popular that you go, I guess I'll,
0: Yes, yeah. I'll do no, it. I'm doing it too. I'm still waiting. I'm. I, I'm not asking because I'm judging. I'm asking because I really want to learn what I should be doing differently to enjoy Snapchat more. But um, let's get back to going through your stuff. So, sure, sure, sure. So, what have you
1: gotten rid of? How, are you are you honing down? To are you guys yeah. going to move into an RV? I would I, be comfortable with it. There is a huge amount of resistance from my wife. Like the, a year ago when we did this tiny house, yeah, idea, the tiny yeah. house thing. I came to her with it. And she was like, I mean, if that's what you want to do. That's what she said. Like, it was a very, like, you can go do that, and I'm going to stay here. In the big house. Yeah. Which is funny, because she loves the tiny house shows on all of the DIY Mm -hmm. and Home Hunters. And, like, she loves the tiny houses. She thinks they're great. Doesn't want to live in one. But she thinks they're great.
0: I I like the idea of getting rid of... I like the idea of just having stuff where you know all the stuff that you have. Yeah. And you can get it and look at it or show it to people or whatever.
1: we got rid of so much stuff the previous weekend so after we did my parents stuff we went through our garage because uh, to quote the pest control person uh, there are at least a dozen rats that are coming in here and <laughs> we can't stop them so my uh, uh, garage which was filled with toys and other collectibles that I'd had for years just covered in rat shit covered like it went from a couple of droppings to the guy came back like a couple of weeks later and went, yeah, they're just pouring. I don't know where they're coming from, but they're pouring in here. What are they doing in there? They are, uh, what I can tell, sleeping and pooping. And then they leave. They're not there during the day, but they come in at night. We decided our house is the party house. They go and they raid my uh, one neighbor's orange tree and take their oranges and other stuff they take other food from around the area, and then they just come into our garage and have a big old rat party and ruin all our stuff and leave. So we just cleaned up as much as we could. And did
0: you sell it? or No, just th- gave it, it away. It was rat just shit. Get rid so, of it. Here you go. So all those things that you would say, this, this is, again, just to circle back, right. because I need to hear this as much right. as other people need to hear it. The things that you thought that you were saving because they were going to be valuable to you or right. to someone else someday turned out to just be you had to give them away.
1: You know, the second an animal craps on something, you go, "This isn't worth."
0: Ratchet. Yeah. Now, I do get that to the listener, we've had some slight rat visitors, right? And ratchet is pretty dry and pellety seeming. Yeah, I mean, not that not that I want rats to start shitting right. on things and tearing tearing them apart, sure. but but if it's a if it's as your collectibles should be in a
1: package somewhere. Some, they had kind of gotten into the boxes and decided that that's where they... I Fucking mean,
0: rats, what do they want? Why are know. they trying to get into something that's not food? Uh, they're maybe, just
1: busy. Yeah. I mean, I just, they're looking to occupy their time. I mean, I don't know what rats do other than mm-hmm. poop and eat. That's the only thing, and make other rats. That's so they the, were
0: in your garage, the rats. Like,
1: like crazy in our garage. So it turns out we have a bit of a rodent problem in my neighborhood to begin with.
0: Well, they live outside. This is the yeah. thing there's tr- rats in the trees around here, too. Right. So we get them, they come in every once in a while here, and you got to catch them.
1: Well, they figure that out. You catch them. Yeah, yeah. You catch
0: them in a thing that kills them.
1: It's like Pokemon Go, yeah. but with rats and death. Uh, there is, in our garage, you know, normally there's like the vents around the top. Mm-hmm. We have no vents. It's just straight up open. So they just come in. Just They don't stop coming in. Well, you got to screen that up. That's what we're in the process of doing. We actually have to spray foam it. And so you have to buy, like, that foam mm-hmm. that you would normally seal up, uh, I don't know, a grate or a air. Yeah. So I have to keep buying these cans of foam because they, they go really quickly, and I have to keep... This is what the guy told me to do. So I'm just spraying foam all the time, <laughs> trying mm-hmm. to seal up all of the areas. They're still getting in. Then we have to put more traps out. Then we found a couple of, like... We didn't know that our pest control guy, the guy who just does bugs, had laid a couple of rat traps. So we're in the process of, like, you know, cleaning out the garage. And then there's there's two dead rats, like on tra- like big ones, like big rats just in our garage. We now have rat stains on the on the floor. That have been there for a while. they had been there for a bit.
0: Yeah. We didn't know about them. Yeah.
1: So, yes. How
0: big? As big as that
1: stuffed frog over there? Bigger. About yeah. the rat without the tail. The size of a... I'd say the size of a Nerf football for your... Oh, uh, my God. Yeah. That is a massive yeah. rat. Big rat. Big rat. Like, the the when the guy came out to look at it, he went, that's a big boy. That's the first thing the guy who sees rats for a living said. Was like, well, that's that's not a normal-sized rat. Yeah. And my wife, my wife is such a sweet, sweet person. And I think she is the most optimistic person I can imagine. So they've started to come... Into the house a bit, which is where we're really concerned. They haven't gotten into the actual house, but they've gotten like into our cabinetry, and they can't get out from there. So my wife opened a drawer one day, and she saw a really big mouse, is what she said. And I said, "Yeah, yeah, no, you saw a rat. You didn't see a really big mouse." Well, you there's a little a, yeah. bit of
0: a debate as to actually where that rat mouse transition, because they're all kind of hybrid, you know, interbred. They're thing, you know. So there's rats that are only slightly bigger than mice. This is a, this, and then there's yeah. rats that are, like, the rat that you saw was yeah. bigger than a squirrel, it yeah. seems like.
1: Yeah, it was, yeah, bigger than a squirrel, yeah. It, uh, so, back to why we got rid of all the stuff in the garage is, yeah, a little bit of rat turds here and there are usually dry and whatever. But when they're peeing and shitting everywhere, it just it piles up. And it piles up fast because they're running along the rafters of the garage. That's their little freeway to get around because there's, like, a little cubby hole they're going in. Mm-hmm. And they're just... Just raining terror down on anything underneath it, so like everything was just coated. Yeah, just
0: sounds horrible.
1: So that's another kind of buyer beware thing. Like if you're buying something from Goodwill, wash it, because well, I feel
0: like that goes. That's everybody knows that, don't they?
1: I feel like instinctually I want to say I do, but I think I've, I've just been like, oh, that's a cool thing, and I just take it. And like, usually I buy like little knickknack things from Goodwill. And if yeah, just, well, when
0: you're in your twenties, yeah. knick-knack, I still you wash it. I still.
1: Yeah, I don't it. think I have. I will from now, for now on, like I yeah. will never not do that because I know what I've donated. There was some stuff that was just so bad where like it's not even worth trying to clean up and take. I would, I'd feel bad. Yeah, we yeah. just threw it out. Mm-hmm. Just threw out like some Star Wars toys. Just like just threw them out. Yeah.
0: was that sad for you or were you just sort of it glad to be done with to it do, at that point? Yeah.
1: Well, I stopped being like a Star Wars was the first movie I ever saw, uh at least. Yeah, it's the first movie my parents ever took me to. Uh-huh. So it came out in when I was like four or five. So it was like the first movie they what took age are you to. right now? So forty two. Yeah. So they took me to the original Star Wars in seventy nine. Yep. And uh I apparently I loved it. Like that's all they Who tell didn't? me. Yeah. But they said, like, I'd never, they'd never taken me to a movie before, and they, like, gave me a thing of popcorn, and I just, one kernel at a time, just ate it, the, like, the popcorn and just wide-eyed looking at the thing. So that clearly had an effect on me, because I didn't stop collecting Star Wars toys till I turned 30. Because when I turned 30, I was like, I need to stop putting money into this weird hobby. Well, it's,
0: it's because it makes sense, the collecting things and the getting things. Right. But then, like... Some of the stuff that I have, it's people give it to me, but right. I'm trying not to collect it myself. But then if, there's a danger that someone, if someone sees that you have a couple of Star Wars things, then
1: they think that's the perfect present. Oh, I know what to get Jake. He loves that Star Wars stuff. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, that was a problem I had too for a while. People would, I mean, I, also I'm guilty of doing that too. Like when the Lord of the Rings movies came out, I had a buddy of mine who was like, "Oh, he's always doing that Gollum voice. I'm going to buy him a Gollum." And then everybody was giving, like, uh, next thing you knew, he had a dozen Gollum toys. And you go, I'm an adult. I don't need these. Yeah. So uh, for a while, people would give me stuff for a while. And, you know, some stuff I stole, uh, sold, at, ah, some of the stuff I sold and actually made money on uh-huh. years ago. And then after a while, I just stopped collecting when the original prequels came out. And now I'm just, I'll go see the movies when they come out, but I'm not losing my mind over it like I used to yeah in fact, when we worked together last year, that was right when Star Wars was opening, and that was the f- most fever pitched star Wars fandom I'd seen that I can remember even more so than when they made the prequels and people yeah. waited in lines for it like people were just so excited that there was a new Star Wars movie and it wasn't awful
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a couple of bad ones yeah you're right
1: uh so yeah i don't I don't really the only thing I collect now is. Like I The guitar, with, stuff. guitar stuff, and even that I'm selling because I have too much of it. I have too many. <laughs> going through, I'm going through that stuff right now, and I have, and I'm not exaggerating. I probably have a hundred fuzz, fuzz pedals, which is like a you know the distortion yep. fuzzy stuff. You, it turns out you need maybe two because you go this one does this one, and this one does that sound, and you know yeah, you're yeah. done. You don't need a hundred one. You don't need a hundred. Well, you're
0: you're in a producer kind of collecting you're not in a you're not in a player guy right. you're in a producer like you'd only need that many if you don't know who's going to come over right. and what idiosyncratic fuzz effect they might want right. but for you personally you get the one that you yeah. like and then you got it right? yeah
1: but then there was a there was a period of time where and I figured this out about myself about collecting in general it's like I feel like that gives me some kind of like credit you know like like look 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 what a hardcore collector I, I'm a I'm a big fan I have like, I can back it up with what I have as my collection. Mm-hmm. The same thing with mm-hmm. guitar stuff It's like, see, I know guitar stuff. I can play it, but I also have all this stuff, so I know. Because I know so many people who are like, well, I don't know how my amp works, or I don't know how to what, what where to put the. But you know how my... it all works. I don't know how amps work that well. I know enough that like if something breaks, I could maybe solder it and fix it if it's a simple fix. But mm-hmm. I know and I know signal chain stuff. I know how to fix. You know, uh-huh. this pedal goes here, and this you're pedal a good player. Here. I'm an okay player. I'm all right. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I'm trying not to oversell myself because I feel like some people are like, "Oh my God, can you come and do?" Like I, I know the little box that I can live in, and I'm happy with that box. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of those jack of all trades. You know, you know, the guy who taught me guitar could play anything. He could play finger style classical stuff. He could play jazz. He could play country. Like I can do. Well, see, now I can't remember
0: if I asked you this question before, but so can you, can you be listening to the radio and hear a song and then go along with it, play along with it?
1: I don't have the best ear for that. I can usually figure songs out, or I can at least figure out what the chord progression is on some of the songs. Mm-hmm. Solos, like if it's one of those crazy bleep, 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 solos, I, don't, I can't follow those. Mm-hmm. I'll look for a tab to see if somebody else has found it out, and I can stumble my way around it. But yeah, some stuff I can figure out. And some stuff you just go, oh, I get, I get what the progression is, and if I sat down, I could probably figure it out. I've seen some people who can just immediately play it, and I. Oh, my friend, yeah.
0: Doctor Jim Raines, who did the theme song for the podcast. he's a guy who can. I mean, he's now a psychologist because it turns out it's. Uh, you, it's harder to make a living as a rock star. What?
1: Yeah. Ah. Uh.
0: It can. Some guys, it totally works out. Right. Can, but this guy, Doctor Jim Raines, which I like to say all yeah. of his names <laughs> and the doctor is so like he can he can just have a guitar listen to something and then do it
1: that's amazing yeah I've always been envious of that that's always been something like I was. I just thought oh the longer I do it maybe I'll like I'll get that thing and
0: uh and then he he he, I think this is a story that he told me I may be delirious right now but he figured out the piano like there was a piano he was from his family they had a family band when he was a kid but he figured out the piano he was just like he was just looking at it and then it sort of made sense and so he can play the piano
1: that's both impressive and kind of depressing at the same time. There's, it's like know,
0: a weird alien thing yeah. that, that when you can do it. I mean, he seems like a normal person, but it, that's like a superpower to me.
1: It's like a grokking, right? Do you know that term? Yeah. 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 Where you just instantly know how to do something? Mm-hmm. I've always wished that that was a thing I could do. Because I know other people, or I've heard of, like I have, I have this guy, a uh, friend, Andre. Andre is an amazing bass player. I can't believe how good he is at bass. And he's mm-hmm. at least 10 years younger than me. And I went to go see him one time because I heard he joined the band Fishbone, and I was like, "Oh, cool! That makes sense. He's a really good musician. He'll just be playing bass in Fishbone now." And Uh I show up to see him playing in Fishbone, and he's playing the trumpet. And I went, "What? I didn't. When did you start playing the trumpet?" He's like, "Oh, when Fishbone hired me. I just picked up the trumpet and learned the horn parts." Come on, man. But he's another one of those people from a musical family. Like he just grew up with that. I stuff.
0: suppose once you know how to read music, maybe, and you just learn the finger. I don't yeah. I don't. But there's so the many different trumpet.
1: techniques for the different instruments, and uh-huh. to just look at the piano and pick it up because there's yeah. so much that ha- you have to.
0: Well, it's all laid out. If you know music, and sure. you, know, you know the math of it. I mean, the piano is the literal linear layout of music. But
1: the soft touch and the hard touch oh, yeah, and the different yeah, rhythms no, look, and all of that Look, I'm trying stuff. to oversimplify yeah. it. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, it's not easy to play the piano. No, it's crazy. I would trade all the shit in this room for being able to play the
1: piano. Well, back circling back to getting rid of stuff, someone gave me a piano because they didn't want it anymore. Mm-hmm. So I have a piano now because somebody... We went. have a piano. We have
0: a piano. Did they give it to you? My No. My, my daughter wanted to take piano lessons, and then my wife wanted to take them, too. And so they both took piano lessons for a little while. So we had this nice electric, uh, you know keyboard thing sounds like a real piano it's got weighted keys and all that it's in there I could take piano lessons I say that I'd trade all this to be able to play the piano but it's right in there you
1: just go in the other room I have the money (laughs) I could
0: hire someone to teach me how to play the piano so I wouldn't really trade all this stuff I guess not I wouldn't even trade this hour of this conversation for one piano lesson yes (laughs) that's the sad reality that's we got to take responsibility for our lives and our choices Travis And I have chosen, <laughs> why have I been living all these years in this dream world if I wish I could play the piano? Because I don't. <laughs> no. I don't want to play the piano. You're
1: holding on to the thing. You're storing that memory but, of wanting to. That's a backpacker is, guitar. This
0: is a backpacker guitar. That's another guitar over there. And this is a travel guitar, because these all re- represent different uh, times in my life where I was going to play guitar. On, with, you, on the, and while you're- now, my daughter is taking guitar lessons, and the only way I can get her to practice is if I get out my guitar, and And play play with her. her. So I'm pretty down the road on Amazing Grace, and uh, (laughs) I feel like I got a basic understanding of Happy Birthday right now, so,
1: you know, who knows? Hey, well, you know, turns out, once you figure that out on guitar, piano's no problem. I've heard this. You can just walk (laughs) over to the piano. (laughs) Bam! Bang it right out. Meanwhile, I've been trying to learn uh, Don't Stop Believing" by Journey on piano for like a year, and I'm no further along.
0: Oh, you know, Journey is underrated. My daughter used to, I used to bring her in here to this office room where we are, and we'd watch uh, Journey v- videos, and she loved it. Steve Perry. Steve Perry's great. His voice is so great. But he can't sing anymore, right? And
1: then that what happened to well, him? Well, I
0: heard, no, I think he could, but he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to, so oh. there's a Filipino Steve Perry now. <laughs> that's what I've heard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who's just as good. That's right. what they say, just as good.
1: But he, yeah, that's so funny it's so funny when they just go you don't want to do it anymore this guy sounds just like you so well it turns out that once you
0: invent that sound and those you write those songs then other people can do cover versions of those songs and for the most part you want to see a cover version of a song that well if you if you see Bruce Springsteen do a song you want to see his version of that song but then there's also the no this I'm just doing the tribute band version right my friend uh, David wants to do this um Uh, documentary film about these tribute bands because some of them are as good as the original, you know, they can't write the original music, but once it's all been laid out and they've learned the parts, you know, it's a musical instrument. They can just do it.
1: But what's also funny to me that I've noticed in popular, or not popular music, in music that I liked when I was younger, all of those bands are coming back around and they're basically being tribute bands of themselves because the other members have died, so they're all just kind of like touring together and playing the songs of people who aren't alive anymore
0: well right and i remember when that was like the the what was the four tops or whatever those guys would come around and you would think well it's not really the four tops yeah it's
1: like a top and like three new dudes and
0: and that seemed that seemed like a weird i'm calling bs on a thing that's not right right but now you realize the reality is that's just the way the thing works the grateful dead is don't they tour? Isn't there a new uh, They have like of... a
1: new name that they do now that they don't... But there, is there yeah. a
0: pretend Jerry Garcia or do they all just channel... I think they just have a I guy... think that's a sort of a special case. Yeah. Because they get a vibe that they've got to ride on. You know what I mean? They're right. Not, they're not duplicating the song. You can't... All their shows are different because Right. ...of the thing that people like about them. You
1: ever been to a jam band show?
0: I one time I go to the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. Every oh, year, cool! Yeah, which is not uh, jazz; it's all kinds of music. And so one year, Fish was—I mean, I've been there when Bruce Springsteen was there, and uh, one year, Fish was there, and it was a—they threw a vibe through the whole festival because the 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 people who do that—it's right. it's like a—they they like music, but they also like. Camping and yeah. being friends with each other, and part of it is just being there with your friends at this thing that you always go to. I right. mean, it could be any. It just seems like it could be
1: anything. It is a it is a weird community. But I, I went. My friend uh, Bradley He's a big fan of this band called Mo. That's the name of the band. They're called Mo, and they have songs, but they don't play them. They just do improvised sets for hours at a time. And how big of a band are they? How big are the crowds? Crowds are big. Uh, I mean, they're not. They're not fish level big. 10, um, they, when they were here, they were at the the, um, the Henry Fonda, and that thing was packed. Mm-hmm. You know, it was filled with people. And uh, I think they're like an East Coast band. I think they're more popular uh-huh. on the East Coast, but they can tour the country and fill up a venue.
0: I think I'll, I'll always remember when I found out about Mo.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, they're a big enough band that they have a dedicated xylophone player. Mm-hmm. And the, at one point there was that's a, his full time. He doesn't get side gigs,
0: xylophoning with other bands. <laughs> I
1: don't think so because like, that's
0: that's going to be the hassle of being a xylophone right. player. It's like yeah, well, this goes for a while, and then I right. But then what? Well, yeah, well, yeah,
1: yeah. I got what, what's what's my January look like? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got December and November. I mean, everybody wants vibes on the holidays. But Lionel like,
0: Hampton. That's is Lionel Hampton. Is I he? think
1: that's the yeah. He was the famous. Uh,
0: He's the one guy I, don't know player, I could right? think of yeah. who. Yeah,
1: and that just seems like a real hassle of an instrument to move around. You know, it's enormous. It's on, you know. As
0: a parent, I can say that that's not probably the greatest day of your life when your kid goes.
1: Well, <laughs> I want to be a xylophone. Cho- I've chosen
0: my instrument, and it's xylophone.
1: Great. Great. That's going to be uh, expensive and take up a lot of room. And, and I need a- three of them.
0: Yeah. I need the bass xylophone, <laughs> I need the alto, and I need the soprano xylophone.
1: It's like if somebody wants to play the glass harmonica, you go, you mm-hmm. start at ten grand and nobody plays this. And Why if you, you, you knock you it over, <laughs> it's, you got that's
0: you gotta get another one. Anyway, I'm sorry I interrupted.
1: Oh so, no, Mo. so he played there was like a forty five minute xylophone solo at one point. And he and I got caught up in it. I was I I mean, like I went there and I was like, Oh, these guys are just were you on any kind of medic- medicine? There was a bag that was going around. That they, a bag? Yeah, like a little baggie. And they just said, take this. And I just, I decided 2016 was my year of saying yes to things. And now I'm deciding 2017 is my year of saying what no. That was in the bag? I have no idea. Was it a pill? No, it was like a, a very bitter powder. I think it was Ecstasy or Molly or something like And you just like lick that? your finger yeah, and it, in just, it? Yeah, and th- as did a lot of other people. It was a really bad choice in hindsight. Like, it was not sanitary. It's like the craziest choice. <laughs> yeah. And this is when? This was just last year? This year? <laughs> no, this was like April of this
0: year, maybe March. <laughs> You're 42 years old and you put your finger in a baggie of a mysterious powder at a concert for a band that you don't really know That I don't know even know. Well, yeah, I was just like, you know, oh, I'm trying This is to... in the book of don't. I don't know... <laughs> If you have, I don't have the actual book, but I do know that it's definitely a page in the book of don't.
1: Well, I didn't think anything was affecting me. I just thought I'd ate something bitter, and then in the middle of the forty five minute xylophone solo, I just went and fist bumped a stranger and was like, "Yeah!" And I clearly got a lot more into it. It worked, Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: that was this. Do you ever see Big Trouble in Little China? Yeah. Yeah, where well, they're in the elevator they've taken they've t- drank the special tea or whatever and they're in the elevator. <laughs> and uh, Kurt Russell turns to the other guy and goes, I feel invincible.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was kinda how yeah. I felt at this show. Yeah. Uh it did make it a lot more like I went from like, I don't know about these guys to like these guys are my favorite. And then yeah. the next day I was like, eh, that was fine. Mm-hmm. It was fine. Man
0: makes you really curious you said it was a bad choice but it seemed i feel like that white powder yeah uh, you it, think it was ecstasy i think so yeah. yeah it had to be
1: yeah because i don't know what else that would have i don't was your wife along for this oh no this was this was a a, a man behaving badly Batching it. yeah
0: yeah she was either out of town or she was like how did that night start i mean how long did you know that you were going to go
1: to this thing maybe a week hmm um like, my friend Bradley someone I've known for a long time, but, like, I've, I've never really done anything socially with him. Like, I'm either on a mm-hmm. show with him or...
0: This or, would be like if you invited me to go see something yeah. and then I went along and, yeah. then, and then the bag came And then just, and you're just and like... we both did it. Yeah, we're like, whatever, why yeah. not? Uh, we're Ubering. Whatever we're going to do, we're Ubering. <laughs> yeah, I don't wanna... Who knows? Yeah. Who knows?
1: Apparently. So, I think 2017 is going to be my year of, like, saying no to some stuff. Because mm-hmm. I just, I went too far the other direction.
0: What are some of the other things that you said yes to that oh, were maybe... Oh, man. Well, nothing, well, first of all, let's finish this story. Sure. You had a good time. You can't woke up the next day and thought, well, that was okay. Did you buy yeah. a CD or anything? Well, they don't have CDs, I think right? they do, but it's... It's pointless to buy a yeah, CD. Yeah, it's
1: not what I saw. Like, you, yeah. you'd have to get a live recording of that. And this guy, who, uh, my friend Bradley, who took me and all of his friends, they're like... So the name of the people who follow Mo around are called Morons that is what right they'd... because
0: mo was already taken right
1: so uh this group of morons had seen mo over 50 times and they said this was the best mo show they'd ever seen so i don't need to see him again i saw the best one i don't need we
0: could have to do something a little bit with the baggy also <laughs>
1: well they said that i mean they don't they don't stop doing that apparently that is their kind of ritual for whoever they're seeing so i think Oh saying, what do you mean? Do you- the the the, the, the drug taking happens with them with whatever band they're seeing. Is this was Bradley part of the yeah he, yeah yeah was he
0: was part of the group that brings
1: the baggie? Along? Yeah, I can't remember if it was his baggie or his friends baggie. Oh, so you can ask him what was in the Yeah. Baggie. Yeah, I could. You could ask him. I think it was ecstasy. is what I think. Or Molly, or whatever you're calling it Jesus, now. Jesus, man. Yeah. I want you to text him right now. I'll I'll, I'll do it and see if yeah, we're going to get yeah, an yeah, answer see before See if we can get an answer yeah. to
0: what was in that baggie during the mo show because I would love that and I'll just I'll just kind of vamp as as we're doing this cuz I'm cuz I'm curious. Um, yeah, those guys and is he roughly your same age, Bradley?
1: Yeah, he's about my age. So he's a little yeah. bit
0: he's a little bit grown up for a baggie full of stuff Although, But I think he's I think always like, been that guy. Yeah, some of those guys they get into that. I I feel like I had a phase in my life where if they pass that baggie around I might try it. I mean, who knows? Maybe I'm still in that phase. Oh, have you heard of I'm this is a potential subject change, but I don't okay. want to. I want us to be able to kind of go back and find our way back to where we are. But I was at a party the other night with a guy, who, whose house it was, and he was talking about his kid is doing this thing. He was he's a urologist, <laughs> but his kid is involved in this thing called Daybreaker. Do you know this? No. It's, it's a group of, and it's and it's almost like a spontaneous. Not a. It's like a, a rave or a happening or a flash mob but you buy a ticket there's one on December 14th my wife and I are thinking about going you go 5:30 to 6:30 yoga and then 6:30 to 8:30 dance a.m. What? And then and then people go to people go to work and I think the uh, tickets are 35 bucks and you buy the ticket you buy the ticket and you can buy a ticket either for just the yoga or just the dancing or the whole ball of wax and then um they tell you closer to the date where it's going to be It's in Los Angeles you buy the ticket ahead of time i don't so, think that i don't think this is a baggie full of powder crowd I right think this is a natural yeah because it seems you know, like you have
1: to go somewhere well i afterwards. think a lot of people yeah. are going to
0: work i mean my wife right. and i would just be coming home and talking about like
1: we were so old compared to the right. people who were at that thing <laughs> so you get up at 5 30 to go to an exercise no you're class. there at 5 you're there at 5 30
0: so you got up at like it's yoga 5 30 6 30 so you're getting up at i don't know what time you're getting up 4 30
1: uh, it was uh, it was Molly Slash ecstasy In the back Br- That's what Molly me means yeah. yeah I've Molly only recently is, yeah. I don't
0: know why We thought of a new name for it too many people know
1: I guess and, Or as I understand it Like ecstasy is the tablet And Molly is the powder It's the same thing Right mm-hmm. That would be like Oh I, I
0: Yeah Do they have different jail terms <laughs> I don't know They probably don't Because it's only white people Who are doing that crap
1: at white people at jam bands, yeah, concerts. So that's yeah. what it was. So that would explain my uh, euphoria towards yeah. the event. But
0: just a little bit on your finger—that was enough to to do. Yeah.
1: That. Well, were
0: you tempted? Because sometimes you're tempted to go for a second. Dip I might into have the done it.
1: I gotta tell you, I, it, there, it gets hazy. It gets yeah. hazy as to how the night was. They
0: say that with that Molly Ecstasy stuff, you're supposed to drink a lot of water. Did you drink a lot of water?
1: Maybe when I got home, there wasn't a lot of water. Just. Going around at the yeah. at the at the Mo show, there was a lot of there was a lot yeah. of beer, and I don't really drink, so I didn't. Yeah, I, don't, uh, I mean, yeah, I'll put my finger in a baggie, but I don't drink. Okay, You drink, <laughs> really zero. Have,
0: Are you a zero drinker? I
1: am now. I uh, I decided. I this was another thing that I gave up. Is this since last year? Yeah, because I thought I remembered us having. a beer We did. Last we week. had a few, and then I had a lot this year, and then I went. You know, this is gonna. Not, this is not the. I spent eighteen to. 38 not drinking at all Mm -hmm. I decided at 18 I I was not going to drink not because I had a problem not because I went through a program just that's not my thing and then I kept getting drink tickets for like comedy shows and I was like I'm never using these I guess I should use them and then I started drinking socially and then you start going to weddings and there's always you know uh, some kind of open bar Mm -hmm. situation Mm -hmm. and then uh, and then uh, a friend of mine or my new neighbor who's now my friend moved in and he's like a professional drinker and we had one night where he's on the circuit. Yeah, he has to be. He has to be. <laughs> so,
0: when you say professional drinker, what do you describe some of the some of the hallmarks of a professional drinker?
1: Uh he called me over at nine one night, and he said, do "You want to have some drinks and hang out?" And we didn't stop till six in the morning. And I was messed up for like the better part of two days. Wow. And I- yeah.
0: Well, that's that's
1: yeah. But he was like by eight o'clock, like all right, let's get the day going. And I was like, I couldn't. And that's a routine thing that he does. That's not routine. It's not, I'd say, something he does on a regular basis, but it's something that is not hard for him yeah, to recover that's a lot. from. Mm-hmm. And he taught me the the Polish way of drinking, or the Polish tradition. <laughs> I know it sounds like it's set up to a joke, yeah. right? You stand on <laughs> your head. Okay. You, uh, you take a little bit of non-alcohol, whether it's a soda or whatever, and you drink a little bit of that, and then you take a big swig of the vodka or or the uh i think we were drinking whiskey that night and then you follow it with a chaser of uh the the non-alcoholic thing so you're basically making a mixed drink in your mouth you just kind of go and it all go and that adds up quick
0: yeah i think yeah i guess you're right that is professional drink i feel like
1: i don't mind how. yeah
0: it's not treat me the way that it used to yeah drinking. Well, that anyway, was, so you so you've signed off of drinking.
1: Yeah, I've signed off of that 100%. I've actually I think I've signed off. I think I'm back on all the wagons. Like I fell off of every wagon to see, hey, where do I where do I fit, you know, in the They've world? They just
0: legalized pot. You're out. I'm out.
1: I'm done. I'm out cuz mm-hmm. I when it was just the medical marijuana, my wife and I got some of the macaroon cookie marijuana mm-hmm. things. Cuz sure. the, you know, there's just a dispensary everywhere in, mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. And all you got to do is say, "Oh, I have a headache," and you get the card. Um, well, you got to give them fifty bucks or something. Yeah, 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 give him fifty bucks. But yeah. uh, I went and got these macaroon cookies because I heard they were, oh, all. You got to get these cookies, is what I was told. And my wife and I ate them, and then we did not talk to each other for two days because we were just paranoid and in our own little world and thought that it, the other one was mad at us for uh, mad at the oh, other for being good. yeah. So we're like, nope, um, let's not do that. Yeah, yeah, that just sounds like an awful time. And, and So. I, I, I get really paranoid on like uh-huh. super paranoid, and that goes back to like even in high school. I remember being like that. Like, I just don't think that's my that's one of the, one of the reasons it was easy for me to like give up all the stuff. I was like, I don't, I don't have the fun I see other people having. So this daybreakers thing could be right up your alley. Right, it sounds like exercise and socializing, and you got
0: to get up super early in the morning. And that's the part that I'm a little worried about. And who knows about. what the other people who are doing it are like, you know? But
1: but so the. The exercise, the yoga part of it, is just to get ready for the dancing thing. Yeah, like, I don't know. I think I think they just like some people like to stretch out. It's probably a mellow. You do a, you do a
0: little kind of a mellow, like hey, you just woke up. You doing you stretching out. You doing getting warm a little bit, and then we're gonna crank up the jams and drink some coffee and fruit juice and eat a croissant. And then we're oh, gonna. Yeah, I
1: actually am on board with all of that. Yeah, we could skip the yoga and the dancing. I'll do just the, the coffee and the.
0: Well, yeah, I do like the idea that of of you're having a social life in the morning. Yeah, and, and that and because, right? The, that's the problem with the bar scene is the damage that you're doing to yourself for the next day. Yeah, and and because it's in a bar, you you feel a little bit like, well, if I'm not participating in the drinking part, then that's the whole reason that this place exists. Right. So, uh, you know, not that it's my job to support a bar just because somebody else opened a bar, but. It does feel like if there was another excuse or reason that we were here, like a comedy show, right, that would be better.
1: And then also, too, being in a bar, it's real easy to kind of lose sight of how bad you're getting. You should be like, well, I'm not that, I'm not that bar fly in the corner. Yeah, right, everybody so else I'm, is. I'm doing fine, yeah. you know? So it'd be nice to have like a reverse of that of like, oh, I'm not as, as limber as that guy, but we're all doing this daybreaker thing and maybe I can be that limber. Yeah. It's, you know, it sounds like a more positive thing.
0: Well, it seems like it. So, anyway, hopefully uh, I'll be able to tell you the story of it. It's next uh, Tuesday. It's the 14th, December 14th.
1: That's that's a few weeks away, isn't it? A couple. Maybe it's two.
0: Maybe it's two Tuesdays from now. That sounds fun, though. I mean... Yeah. Well, this will be... I think my wife is down for it, so we're going to... As this kind of gels into place...
1: Wow, so you're posted. not you're not rocking on till the crack of dawn. You're starting at the crack of dawn and rocking.
0: You got to go to bed early to yeah. get up for this thing. Wow. Yeah, and and, then, and you have to have a sleepover for your kid. <laughs> so and you what happens? You can't get a babysitter right. to come at four in the morning.
1: So what happens when you're done? You just go with your date. Like, is there a, a post I think the thing? idea is that I know. I think the idea
0: is that most of the people who are going to it are then going to go to work. Right.
1: I guess so. They're getting up and they're blown out, the, kicking out the jams. I just feel like if I blown out the cobwebs, how long is the dancing part? 6:30 uh, 8:30, 2
0: hours. Probably I would imagine some people have to be at work so they leave so they, before oh, then or But whatever. if you
1: did the whole thing, you got 3 hours of aerobic activity in you and then you got to go do whatever then the you got to go do. Your day.
0: Yeah. Ooh. Sort of funky, sweaty. I don't think there's a locker room.
1: There no showers, no uh yeah. no changing rooms.
0: Yeah. Who knows? We'll see what it's like.
1: I'm curious. I want. I would love a, a follow up on that. I maybe know. Yeah. there
0: could be some religious element to it that I don't even know about yet. Oh, you know
1: that would be interesting. Where they
0: pass around a book or you have right. to say a prayer? Or... Are
1: you sure this isn't some kind of Scientology thing?
0: Could be, but for thirty five bucks, well, I can, why not? You know, yeah. yeah, you know,
1: <laughs> get a little get a little sweat on. You know, meet so, some new people. Who knows? Yeah, it could be fun. Could be fun.
0: We'll see. Um, oh, so, where were we? I wanted to circle back to the jam band thing, but I think I might have forgotten it. So, but this is all about experiences. You're getting yeah. rid of you're getting rid of uh, material items in your house, and you're yeah. preparing to just we're well, going to be playing music. You're, you're quitting powders and substances. <laughs> and You're not smoking or drinking. Yeah. So it's going to be playing music, and you do like cold brew coffee. We've established love snack. it. Yeah. And what are the other things that you're drinking?
1: Um, what are your, what's your favorite? Name your top three favorite beverages right oh, now. man. I, I know it's bad for me, but I sure do love a, a, a Cherry Coke Zero. I love it so much. Really? I love it. I know it's like one of the worst things. Cherry can, Coke Zero. Yeah. How many of them do you drink in a day? Would you say? Uh, I'm trying a to a cut that in a week. Oh, I'll go through one of those like 12 packs in a week. One uh-huh. of the, the, the boxes that you buy from the yeah, store. Yeah. I'll drink. I'm trying to drink one a day. Yeah. And that's that's down from like. Four a day. But like, they're uh, good.
0: Well, one of those a day is probably better than three beers a day, right? right? Yeah, you but it's or, it's, oh, just, it's just... A, well, because you don't know. You don't know what's in there. I don't know. It's, That's, just, it's zero calories, but that somehow... Just, the the yeah. thing that they would use to take the calories out...
1: It's just a can of delicious chemicals is all You it should it be is. leaving yeah. that out for the rats. Yeah. <laughs> should. Yeah, if I put that out and then we suddenly have no rats, I'd be like, why am I doing this? Yeah. Uh, so, top three beverages. I love that one.
0: Cherry Coke uh, Zero. Cherry
1: Coke Zero. I love a cold brew coffee. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, that's easily also up there, and then um, I love a, a good Arnold Palmer. I love a solid, yeah, like fresh squeezed lemonade and really real brewed tea. Like not something you get in the in the can, but I love I love a good half and half. I love it.
0: Uh-huh. Arnold Palmer is the iced tea lemonade. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm I'm probably mostly water.
1: I mean, I'm, I'm just... Right, I'm right, gonna, but I'm you've got to yeah.
0: We're thinking of beverages that are not water, yeah. yeah. So then I would be
1: probably cold brew coffee. That's
0: yep. my top one. And then I've been making this homemade kombucha, so I'm liking that now. But
1: that's a bit of a brew thing, right? It's like a that, brew...
0: Well, it's... Yeah, there's there's the jugs of it right over there with the awful mushroom oh. thing in it. It's, a, it's like a fungus mushroom. They call it a mushroom, but it's like a rubbery-looking white fungus... Patty that sits on top of ice. You make you make iced tea. You make hot tea. You let it cool off. You put in a bunch of sugar. Then you put the fungus thing in and you cover and it, it eats with a, the sugar, right? And it eats the sugar. It
1: makes it all. Uh...
0: Sometimes it gets a little fizzy. It may have a slight amount of alcohol, but I don't not. You know, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's slightly fermented, tiny, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's a definitely a fermented beverage, but I don't know if it turn converts it to alcohol or wow. what it does. But it. But uh, that's a kind of a nice beverage that i'll have during the day and then um probably then it's going into you know like a red wine or something really yeah i think so for my if i'm gonna be a drinky person
1: you're gonna have a nice little
0: yeah sometimes martini i do like a martini because then then you feel like you're getting it all done sure vodka martini you just boom i'm finished you have one of those you're in business
1: yeah i think that's what i ordered you uh yeah after last the, year. the show yeah, yeah.
0: What's well, a good one to? If you're driving back from Irvine, one vodka martini is the right amount to feel like. Oh, I feel like I've had a drink. We talk for an hour. Right. I'm probably okay to drive.
1: You know what I remember now that I'm probably thinking about okay it, to drive. I'm probably okay. I had a few drinks after one of the shows, and I was like. Super paranoid about driving home, so I went and watched Star Wars after after the oh, after you did our that. show because oh. because the Irvine uh, improv is right next to a movie theater. Yeah, so I just walked out to the movie theater and bought a ticket and like watched the movie, and then by the time the movie was over, I could drive home and Ready everything home. was fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's a good way to to drive and drink res- to drink responsibly. It's, yeah, just it's, go, it's, to, a yeah, just go after to a movie. Go to a movie you do
0: That's a bar you should have now. Yeah. Okay, it's two in the morning. We're closed. But if you'd <laughs> like to film, stay and watch Star yeah. Wars.
1: <laughs> I mean cut down I think on the that's on the, a good one yeah
0: yeah Star Wars is probably a good movie to see after you've been drinking it's tricky The the you know the, like the Matrix is probably too much
1: yeah, you don't want something where you've got to really go oh man I was not following that foreshadowing and I did not yeah. notice that neat character arc you just want something that's like lasers and you know mm-hmm. spaceships well, so,
0: listen we can go to lunch but what do you, since we're on movies do you have any movie tips for this
1: time of year for this time of year, uh, go to as many free ones as you can if you got the screeners. Yeah, uh, yeah, if you're uh, in show yeah. business,
0: free movie time. We that, just watched, uh, oh my God, Jeff Bridges, The um, it's right on the kitchen table. Can't remember. Oh, Hell
1: or High Water? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that on your table when you yeah. came in. That's Liked cool. It. Liked it. I heard it was good. Yep. Yeah. I've been. Um, I've actually been watching a lot of uh, streaming shows, is what I've been watching. Oh,
0: what's your number one streaming show? Right
1: now, I am in love with Fleabag. It is my favorite favorite show we right. We
0: watched now. all the flea bags. Did you like it? Shout out to Meryl Marco who tweeted how great the show was and so my wife and I got right on it. Oh. Yeah.
1: I I am infatuated with both the creator of the show and the character that she created. I am head over heels crushing on uh, on Phoebe Waller.
0: Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah. It's there's a lot and there's a lot there's way more naughty sex in it than you think than than I thought was going to sure, be. Sure, I can understand start. that. But
1: there's also way more character arc and like the story that you see at the beginning gets bookended at the like it's, it's yeah you very watch the thoughtful. whole season yeah it's but, yeah it's yeah very it's, it's quite a it's quite yeah. a good
0: yeah Fleabag's good um, did you watch River no what's that River is good that's a uh, Detect Stellan Sarsgaard plays a cop he's he's not English but he's a cop in England and it's he and his partner are solving a murder th- I don't want to give away too much of it but it's a, it's very it's an interesting. Hmm. that's an
1: interesting I'll have to watch that have you watched any of uh, the Black Mirror we
0: we watched I've watched the first two what's the new season that's out now season three now three so I haven't watched season three yet the John Hamm episode the John
1: Hamm episode of the Christmas thing is probably my favorite one of all of them but you have to you have to go through the first two seasons to really appreciate it because there's so many kind of callbacks to other technologies that are set up yeah 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 uh in season three, the episode, I think it's the second episode, it's called Playtest. I have not stopped thinking about it since I watched it. It's one of those things that really was terrifying to me. Like, really just... Yeah, my
0: wife and I went off it. After, the first season was the thing where the prime minister has to have sex with a pig. Right. And, and then was that like, happened. Oh. It Kind of. But I, yeah. I, was, I was like, "Oh, this is stupid. I'm not into it. And then we watched the one after that. I was like, oh, it's okay. But I, we bailed on it. And then someone told me about... Uh, the John Hammond. one, so I watched that one. Then I went back and watched the other ones. So yeah, yeah I haven't I haven't watched this season
1: yet. Uh, good, that. really good. I I mean, um, I think the last one I didn't enjoy the most, but the uh, it's a slow build, and the the second episode I think is the strongest, mm-hmm. and the one that just made me go,
0: mm-hmm. oh,
1: that's the Spooky. thing about Black Mirror is there's just things about it that you go, that's not that far from something that could happen.
0: Well, we're living in a world kind of where anything can happen right now. Right. I feel like yeah. Be- just based on the recent results of our <laughs> presidential <Sure. laughs> election, it's like, well, can this? Is this really? Is this real? Right. This is real. Yeah. This is real. <laughs> I know. We elected a, a joke businessman,
1: right? Star of a reality TV show is our president. He's really our president yeah. Yeah. slash Twitter bully. Like that's who yeah. we put into office. He's in charge now. And so and we'll and see what first, happens. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. How's that working out for you? That's and the first lady wants to take cyberbullying on as, as her cause. Right. And her husband is a cyberbully. <laughs> yeah. Boy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it all goes. I don't want to turn off any potential listeners who <laughs> might be big Trump fans, but <laughs> I just have to say, I just, I did not see this coming and I hope you knew what you were doing, people who voted for that guy. Yeah. Because we're living in your world now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I've gone through all the stages of grief since he got elected. I've, uh, I've uh, and, and and not in order. I keep jumping back and forth. Yeah, you, well, that's yeah. how you do it. You jump yeah.
0: around. But, I, but I'm definitely, mostly, I feel like I'm in spectator mode. I feel like I'm in, like... Because sometimes when you see supporters on TV, they can be so angry about stuff. It's like, look, I don't need you to be angry. You won. Right. You won. So now get out there and make America great. Right? Try not to do any racist Or sexist crap. Right. If you you think that that's possible, because I'm not down with that. Yeah. But whatever else you think is... I just... He's already having business meetings. He's having business meetings at the same time he's having pre-presidential meetings. This is going to be... It's important to have priorities. It's going to be a weird year. (laughs) It's going to be a weird year.
1: It's... Like,
0: visiting diplomats are then going to have contest with him. Like, I got charged for two movies at the Trump Hotel
1: (laughs) while I was... Oh, man. Yeah, I, uh... I I guess I'm in spectator mode, too. Like, I kind of went back to... Like, I went through all the stages of grief, you know, and then kind of just went back to, well, I got to take care of my business. And then it came back into the news again. you're like, I don't... I don't know what I'm. I don't know what I'm. What is this?
0: I feel like the news is almost like a physical workout now, where it's like you gotta, you just gotta watch as much as you can handle and go. oh, I'm tired. That's it for today. I'm yeah. done with the, I'm done with the news for today.
1: But I made progress. I did 40 minutes today. I was only doing a half hour last yeah, week. Yeah, so, I'm you know, up to 40 yeah. minutes,
0: but they just increased the difficulty. So right. I think I might have to go down to 20 minutes. I mean, it's going to get really tough as we get. You know once Trump actually takes office, it's going to be like, I don't know if I can watch every day. I th- I like my way of getting the news mostly is I wait for someone to, to say something like, did you hear about this? Like, I go, oh, no, tell no. me about it. Because it's usually someone who I know is my friend. Right. And it's like, it's not, you know, one of those newscasters on TV who, I don't know them. They don't care about me. Right.
1: One of my friends is breaking it to me easy over a nice cold brew coffee. Hey, yeah. And they're not trying to scare you. They're just trying to like tell you, here's,
0: Here's or the, they yeah. are, or they are, or they're super scared, but they're so scared that they're kind of irrational, so then you can kind of try, try and calm them down about something that you don't even know anything about. That's, <laughs> I like that way of watching the news. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I just cut the cable at my house, so the only news I really get is the same thing, either people telling me or something. Oh, I want to cut the cable.
0: I want to cut the cable.
1: That's, you know, of all the things I told you I've been quitting, that's been the hardest one to quit.
0: But you still have internet. You still, I still have, have internet, internet.
1: But you can't like. I last night was the first night I couldn't, or this weekend was the first time I couldn't watch Saturday Night Live live. I gotta wait for it to hit Hulu or whatever it's going to be on. Right, but isn't that the next day? I don't know. I wasn't on Sunday. I don't. Th- I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm adjusting. I'm still in the adjustment
0: period. Yeah, you don't know. You don't have all the answers. Yeah, you only have some of the answers.
1: We <laughs> have so many answers. You
0: and some of your answers are sort of. Sp- uh, subject to a little bit of uh, discrepancy, yeah. you know, like don't you did the white powder in the bag when it came
1: around, yeah. but now you're saying that was a bad idea. And, well, I mean, in hindsight, like, mm-hmm. what if that was rat poison? Like, I didn't, I put too much in trust in hindsight. Into, yeah. Who thought it was a good idea at the time? At the yeah.
0: time, this is the thing that we've all got to accept about ourselves. Of course, when you're listening to this now, driving to work, somebody's passing around a baggie full of white powder and putting their <laughs> yeah. finger in there and taking a lick <laughs> off of it. Almost universally, all of us would say that's don't. Right. That's in the book of don't. But, but I'd already gone, it, yeah. But you've got to also realize about yourself that when you're with your friends and one of them whips out that bag and you're sort of having a good time, but you think it could be a little bit better, <laughs> you're going to be really tempted to put your finger in that bag. So you've got to, you've got to build a firewall now before yes. you're in the situation.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I 100% agree with that.
0: All right. Well, that's solid advice. Should we go have lunch? I would love that. Well, let's high five. High five! Nice. All right. All right, so, right, what have we learned? Do not you got to resist the bag of white powder when it comes around? Well, you don't have to, but it's probably a good idea. And hey, we're all dealing with it. I don't want to alienate any people who uh, are Trump supporters out there I'm living in your world, I want you, I want to talk to you I want you to help me to understand how I can help you to make America great again but I'm not down for any racist or sexist kind of bullshit okay um, that'd be terrific and uh, I hope I'll see you all out of the comedy club I'm not doing a political show, I'm doing a fun show where we can all forget our- Forget your troubles. Come on, get happy. Hey, don't give up. There will be plenty of time to give up later. And I always say that, and it's more true now than ever. This isn't the clock's not going to run out on on time for us to give up. So, so don't give up. You, You got, you still got more time. You still got more time to give up, everybody. It's Thanksgiving, we got the holidays coming up, you're going to get some presents, you're going to eat some sugary gravy type of foods, you're going to have an argument with some relatives that you haven't seen in a long time, you got all that to look forward to, plus New Year's Eve sex! Oh, it's going to be a good, let's wrap this thing up, let's wrap this year up right. I've got a lot of chances to see you all. Out of all those places that I said I was going to see you. So I hope I will. I hope I'll see you in Chicago, San Francisco. I've got a show in Colorado that I just found out about. And uh, then I'm going to, where else am I going? I'm going to Irvine. I'm going to uh, Tacoma. It's a lot. It's a lot. But it's not too much. It's not too much. Not for us. That's not too much for us. Because it's not about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. That's from Rocky Six, And it's pretty great. maybe it's not even called Rocky 6, but anyway, you guys, I'm thankful for you, I'm thankful for you, and I can't wait to see you in person, or on the internet, wherever I gotta, however we have to do it, that's how we do it, don't forget, don't forget, don't forget, don't give up.
1: But you got it?